Do you want to learn more about the latest science in reproductive medicine? Explore content from the Fertility and Sterility family of journals, including the newest journals, FNS Reviews, FNS Science, and FNS Reports, all included in your ASRM membership. For even more content, follow Fertility and Sterility on social media, listen to the FNS On Air podcast, and participate in the Journal Club Global and FNS webinar series. To learn more about the Fertility and Sterility family of journals and its multimedia content options, visit fertstert.org. That's F-E-R-T-S-T-E-R-T dot O-R-G. Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and today on the show, we have Dr. Audrey Gaskins, who is here to tell us about the ASRM Nutrition and Environmental Health Special Interest Group. Dr. Gaskins is Assistant Professor, Department of Epidemiology at the Rollins School of Public Health, Emory University, Atlanta, Georgia. Dr. Gaskins, welcome to ASRM Today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So first time guest on the show, and as is tradition, I just... Just to familiar our, our listening base with you. Uh, so what, what got you interested in medicine? You know, like many people, I didn't have a straight path to here. I originally, you know, I'm an epidemiologist, so I'm not a clinician. Um, originally, I thought I wanted to go to medical school, but then I spent some time working at the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development and realized that, you know, getting a doctorate in epidemiology and focusing on reproductive health in men and women was more of my passion and kind of more aligned with my strengths. And so that's what started the journey to where I am today. Wonderful. Can you tell our audience a little bit about the ASRM Nutrition and Environmental uh, Special Interest Group? Sure. So the goal of those two groups are very similar. They're to enhance the understanding of the effect of nutritional and environmental factors on reproductive health through excellence in education, research, and clinical practice. Why is it so important? You know, we, we have so many SIGs and we have so many, you know, all of these little subgroups at, at, at ASRM, you know, why, why is nutrition and environment so important for reproductive medicine specialists to, to, to really consider? Yeah. So the nutritional and environmental exposures that people experience over the course of their life are known to have a significant impact on their health. And this includes reproductive outcomes in men and women. At this point, we have substantial evidence from in vivo, animal, and human studies that a multitude of common environmental nutrition and lifestyle exposures are affecting reproduction in men and women. And I think kind of the best example of this is a study that came out in 2020 in fertility and sterility, and it compared the occurrence of subfertility among same-sex monozygotic and dizygotic twins, who in theory only differ on their genetic makeup. And using this really unique study design, they were able to decompose the observed variation in subfertility into three components, genetic, shared environment, and unique environment. And overall, their data showed that the additive genetic factors only accounted for 28% of the variation in subfertility in women and 4% of subfertility in men. The rest of the remaining variation was attributable to unique environmental factors. 
So I think this paper, even though it wasn't meant to be directly addressing the question of how environment and nutrition affect fertility, it serves as an important reminder that, you know, on a population level, the contribution of genes is pretty small, whereas the contribution of our environment is huge. And so I see this as both reassuring and motivating because, you know, we can, many of these factors are likely modifiable on both a personal and policy level. So we really need to have better research to understand, you know, how do we make these changes and improve reproductive outcomes in men and women? All topics are important, of course, but are, are there any major topics that you would consider maybe the SIG considers as something that in the area of doctors communicating to patients, you know, something about nutrition and environment uh, right now in 2023? Yeah, so... Um, in terms of nutrition, there's kind of five areas that I touch on, you know, when I talk about the factors that, you know, we have pretty good evidence of having an impact. The first, especially in women, is taking a daily prenatal or multivitamin that contains at least 800 micrograms of folate, 15 micrograms of vitamin B12, and 1,000 IUs of vitamin D. Again, there's just time and time again, we show that a prenatal, a multivitamin with high levels of folic acid are beneficial for enhancing fertility, decreasing risk of pregnancy loss, as well as you know other adverse pregnancy outcomes. The second one would be um, seafood, and so can you know we recommend consuming at least three low mercury seafood meals a week. And if men and women can't do this, to take a high dose omega three fatty acid supplement. The third again seems obvious, but prioritizing eating fruits and vegetables. There may be some benefit to choosing organic varieties for the dirtiest dozen produce or so. Number four, again, seems obvious, whole grains, uh, incorporating them into your diet, particularly as a replacement for refined grains. Again, would shoot for about two servings or more per day. And then number five, again, somewhat obvious, but avoiding fast food wherever possible. And again, you know, focusing on real food, real ingredients, that sort of thing. The staying away from overly processed food. Yes, it sounds simple, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. But, and, and hopefully I was talking, my friend had texted me today that they're now expecting and we're very excited, but he, he was expressing concern to me about, you know, worried about, you know, uh, food prices, right? And, and how hard it's been lately, at least with inflation to, to, to think about you know, neutral, like you say, we, we can say something as simple sometimes as, as eating fruits and vegetables and non-processed foods, but sometimes those aren't always the most, you know, the most reasonably priced. So I'm sure that there are a few patients out there right now who are starting to, to stress out just a little bit. Yeah, you know, cost is a big one. Access is also something that, you know, gets in the way of people fulfilling these recommendations. You know, just having a busy lifestyle. There's a lot of things on people's plates. And so, um, you know, I, I, I get it. It's, it's challenging. <laughs> Are there, I don't know if this would be spilling the beans or if, if this is knowledge yet or, or no knowledge yet. Are there any events at the 2023 annual conference in New Orleans that our audience could could look forward to that the the nutrition environmental sig is either sponsoring or or maybe that nudging you know people towards yeah so we just found out that one of the interactive sessions that the EnviroSeg co-sponsored um, was accepted and we're very excited about that it's called environmental reproductive health an important arbiter for health disparities and so we have a great kind of lineup of speakers for that. And then we just put in a lot of great roundtables. So those are in the pipeline for ASRM 2023 as well. 
Well, that is very exciting, and we of course will be we'll we'll post a link to the to the conference website. I don't know if the if the program is out yet, but if people will keep that link live, it'll be there eventually, and all these things will post there so that people can see and and get registered for that. So thrilled today uh, on the show, my guest has been Dr. Audrey Gaskins. Uh, she's been here talking about nutrition, environmental health, SIG, and nutrition, environmental health in general. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being able to do the show. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Uh, you can rate, subscribe, and give feedback on the show through Apple, Google, or whatever podcatcher it is that you use. You can directly contact me or and or us at ASRM, uh, ASRM at ASRM.org. And until next time, I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and this is ASRM Today. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, author information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org. This material is copyrighted by the American Society for Reproductive Medicine and may not be reproduced or used without express consent from ASRM. ASRM Today series podcasts are supported in part by the ASRM Corporate Member Council. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.